Hello, hello. Uh, welcome, lovely listeners, to the 360 Method, an Autism 360 podcast, where we chat about everything that's going on in the program, we talk with team members, and we talk all things mindset, as well as exploring relevant ideas that autism parents think about. This week, we're back with our part two of our Back to School series with our wonderful special education teacher, Kim. We're so lucky to have Kim's expertise on preparing our kids to go back to school as smoothly as possible. Thank you for joining me again today, Kim. Hi, and thank you for having me back. I'm your host, I'm Ella Bailey. I'm an Autism 360 veteran coach and explorer of all things parenting support. Um, but this is all about you, our lovely listeners. It's so good to have you back with us this year to prepare for going back to school and for the rest of 2023 to be the best year yet. Um, it's uh, great to have you and we care about your thoughts. We care about your experiences and your questions. So please do drop us a line at hello at autism360.com. We love your feedback. I get guests on to answer questions. So if you want um, some expert advice, this is the place to get it. That being said, I do want to make the disclaimer that this podcast does not substitute for medical or allied health advice. If you're concerned about yourself or about a loved one, please do access professional support. And I also want to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation on whose land I live and work and from where this podcast is being broadcast today. So part two about back to school. We're talking all things school-related strategies today, aren't we, Kim? We are, we are. And we're continuing on from the, some of the home-type strategies and maybe looking at now some of the things that we can sort of do in relationship to linking into the school and making our, our, the, um, the transition into school for our children a lot more smooth for them. Because some of our kids, not all of them, but some of them find this time of the year quite to be quite anxious sort of time for them um, and they're not sure about things. You know, they they may not know which classroom they're going to be in. They may not know who they, you know, where they're going to be playing or their friends. So this is a great time to try and iron out those little bumps so that they're going back feeling confident about going back to school. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, school is an interesting one when it comes to kind of problem solving or troubleshooting because, Kids are really outside of a parent's locus of control. You know, the, the locus of control is in the home. When your kid is directly with you, you have a lot more influence over how things go. When they're at school, they're very much more removed from where you're at, from things that you have influence over. So it's important to bring the school on board with this transition process to make sure that things go as smoothly as possible. Now, Kim, I wanted to ask, one of the main things that I've worked with people in the past is about putting together a photo book or um, maybe some sort of uh, social story for kids going back to school. Is this something that you see a lot of? Oh, this is this is a great strategy and this is one of the ones that probably works the best for our kids. And, look, you know, some of our older kids might say, oh, social stories, but don't even make it called a social story, you know, just a photo book or, a you know, a, a thing. And, and you know, play the dumb parent. Oh, well, look, I need it for me. I need to know where you're going to be or you're going to get dropped off to, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but, look, social stories and photo books at this time of the year are brilliant. Um, they give us uh, a point of reference, and I think that's really great. Um, it can also offset some some issues, you know, especially things like, you know, where the child's going to get dropped off or here's the entrance that you come in now because you're in grade three now rather than the prep classroom or, you know, some of these different things that, 
uh, it's probably the best way to offset these. Um, rather than, as you say, trying to get our kids to remember a whole lot of things, if they've got a visual, then that's something we can chat about. That's something we can talk about with them. So, yeah, definitely love social stories and photo books. And a lot of our schools that are switched on to our kids' needs have probably already produced these. But if they haven't, now's the time to maybe get onto them and say, hey, listen, you know, I know you had a, you know, a rough, a, you know, a busy end of the year, but can we now have a look at these things? Because I really think it's going to help transition our child into the, into the school. Yeah, absolutely. So where should parents and carers start if they're thinking about using this as a strategy to support their kid? Yep. Well, school teachers, um, as most people are aware, don't actually go back the day your child starts. They're, they're usually in there a week or so at least before your kids go back. So I'd be giving the school a call. Um, it depends who your contact, your usual contact is at the school. If you go through, say, the support teacher or if you go through the integration teacher or the principal or, or the classroom teacher, give them a call or send them an email and just say, hey, listen, you know, trying to set up things now for the new year. Do you know which classroom Johnny or Susie is going to be in yet? Can we start putting together some things like, you know, some photos of their classroom or a picture of their teacher or the name of their teacher? Um, can we start getting those things sent through to me so that I can pull together a photo storybook? And often you will find they'll go, oh, yeah, we were going to do that. Hang on, let us get that sorted for you. And they will go ahead and do it. If they don't, at least you can say, okay, well, look, you know, just send me a photo of their teacher, um, maybe a school plan of where their classroom is, and I can draw up the route of where they've got to go in, those types of things, because that is going to be something that will really help you and your child on those first few days going back into school. So, yeah, give, give the school a call. And, and find someone who's your little ally in the school as well. So, you know, be, be it, as I said, the integration teacher or the classroom teacher or quite often it's, um, you know, it, it could even be someone that your child is familiar with, so a teacher aide or somebody who can help you set these sorts of things up too. Yeah, I had a um, a beautiful little kiddo who lived uh, in Western Sydney um, and they were lo- lucky enough to live really locally to their school. It was sort of a short walk away and they just did some recce trips you know and this was um, moving into kindy so it was a it was a big transition um and our our little kiddo was was pretty stressed about it so they just yeah they did some recce trips first they kind of just stuck to the outside and talked about what they could see and where the gates were leading to and and things that might have been unexpected or that the kiddo hadn't seen before. And then they got um, the school to to get on board with letting them into the school grounds to have a wander when, the, you know, the office staff were back or whatever. They weren't interacting with anybody and it was a nice, quiet way for them to Perfect. take pictures and then make that into the storybook, which was that- is absolutely perfect. Yeah. And, and, and as you say, take pictures, do that so that you've actually got that and you can come back and chat about that and you've got those stories. And look, yes, you know, things like the, the entrance that they're going to go in this time, where the, the path to the classroom, where their toilets are, where they're going to be playing, you know, are they playing on the big oval or are they playing on the little oval? Are they, got, are they playing on this play equipment or that play equipment? And take a photo of your child hanging off the monkey bars. Yeah, yeah, this is where we're going to get to play or, you know, going walking to the taps where they're going to have a drink and things. So then you can say oh look you know you know these are the taps where you're going to have a drink or this is your classroom with miss you know miss johnson's going to be or whatever little photos of your child in it and these days with our phones it's so easy to do um i can remember back in the back in the old days where we used to have to use you know 
sort of horrible looking graphics that we used to do that didn't look anything like our kids with the little bald heads, you know, and it was like, yeah, that doesn't look like our kid at all. And the kid's going, that's not me. Um, but now we can take a, a great photo of our kid, you know, doing the things that they might be going to do at school and, and even write little positive stories like this is where I'm going to play. This is, you know, this is where I'm going to eat my lunch. This is where I'm going to do whatever. Make it personal. Make it about them. It's, that's a perfect way to do it. And if you ask more times than not, the schools will go, yes, come in and pop in and do that when it's nice and quiet, when there isn't a hundred other people trying to do things, you know, schools are open virtually, you know, as soon as the, the new year starts for, for um, the PNC to sell school, sell school uniforms and things like that. Um, so, you know, schools are open and available to you usually to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's helpful for parents to remember that it's in the school's favour for your child to succeed. Mm, definitely. You know, thinking about, okay, well, what does, you know, what What would the school's motivation be? Well, they want your child to be able to engage and 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 thrive. So, you know, they should be open to that kind of thing. Speaking of personalised, Kim's, I almost want to say it's your trademark, Kim. It's your, your child profile, your cheat sheet um, that you recommend for parents. I'd love for you to share a bit about that. I've used this with so many families um, and we just love it. Tell us a yep. little bit about your child profile for school. Is, is this our strength stretches and strategies that we use? Know it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and look, it's it's not my personal thing, but I've used it for so many years that it kind of is, is entrenched with me as well. Um, and, yeah, it's just a, basically a one-page little profile on your child talking about and coming from a strength base. So, you know, the strengths, the things I like, the things I'm good at, whatever, so that the teachers and the people dealing with your child have that understanding of your child. You know, hi, I'm so-and-so, I really love Lego or I'm really into dragons or I'm I'm good at maths or whatever it is and put those strengths out there so that the people are aware oh hey you know this is Andy and he really loves whatever it is um and then the stretches are the things that they may be challenged that they might be their triggers or something that might they might find a bit challenging for them and in within the stretches you can put some maybe some some strategies then for how to help them through that so if I'm feeling overwhelmed then you know you can say to me go up and have a drink or if I'm feeling overwhelmed maybe I can do this this or this or whatever so you know put those the strengths first that's the top of the page the strengths of things the kids are good at some of their um, stretches things that you know they may feel a bit anxious about or could be something that, that could need some attention and then put the strategies that you can use and and you also might want to put things in there like some of the signs for example some of our kids have little signals or signs that they do they might blink their eyes fast they might pull at their hair they might cough I've, I've got one little one I know that coughs when he's starting to get anxious um and if the teachers you know if you have written down there you know when I'm feeling a bit anxious I might cough and you know if you don't have that on there teachers thinking kids getting the cold hang on COVID what's going on but it's not it's that child's little <laughs> I'm nervous suggest okay your strategy is would you like to go and have a little some time on the reading cushions for a while because that's a strategy for that child and overcomes that sort of thing. Um, also, the other thing I like to include too is staff members or school personnel that, that are familiar with that child and know some of those little things about that child. And it might be that if that child is becoming overwhelmed, would you like to go up and take this note up to Mrs. So-and-so? And she's a friend, someone that they know. So putting those things in there so the child's realising that you're a team of people that are they're all on side. But the, the, the little one 
one page you know um, profile on the kids and it only needs to be one page because teachers don't have a lot of time to read a booklet about your child or a power I, I did have a parent one time doing a powerpoint presentation on her child and I just went yep that's wonderful I don't know how many people are going to get to see it but um that's great but the one page presentation is perfect and start with strengths and then do your, your stretches and then your strategies as well yeah I love this one and I think um the specifically for the one page profile I think it's so helpful for if there's going to be a substitute teacher for our kind of extra subject teachers who may not be their classroom teacher but they teach them music once a week or they teach them art twice a week just to have something that at a glance they can look and see ah okay Freddie doesn't actually really um, thrive in the context of a noisy music classroom, but maybe he would really love being able to sit at the electric piano with the headphones on, you know, something like that, that like, uh, I guess, dot point information as well, just really simple and clear that can be easily digested by somebody who has five seconds to read over it um, is going to be a big, um, uh, a big thing on the way to success, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And look, we have these sorts of things for children who have medical concerns um, as well already there. So it's not something over and above what a teacher is is used to seeing. Um, And it's great to have that. It's it's great to be able to say, oh, look, okay, this is a little bit of a profile about so-and-so. Oh, they like Lego. Okay, I've got an in. I can say to him, hey, what did you build with Lego today? Or, you know, I I was building some Lego dragons, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And that gives that child somebody who knows something about him. And that's perfect. And it just needs to be a simple one-page thing. Um, don't go over the top. Don't, you know, don't do PowerPoint presentation. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but look, you know, you know your child, so let somebody else know about your child as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and I wonder what you thought about things that parents can do liaising with the school at this point in the year to really create that positive school experience. Are there, do you have any pointers around, I guess, uh, actions that can be taken at this at this point yeah look I think the big thing and it, it's really is a huge one is liaise 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 um, you know talk with your school don't 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 be the only time you contact the school is to make a complaint and don't be that the only time they contact you is to make a complaint talk about how great things have been in the holidays maybe have if, if they will do that have a communication book or these days we have lots of digital things like you know um, seesaw and different ones that teachers use you know just say hi you know welcome back hope you had a great holiday just letting you know you know over the holidays someone's had a new baby brother um and different things so that there's some two-way chat going on already before your child starts back in because liaising and talking with the staff member is the best way um i know you know in my experience i would always still have you know i know it was very old-fashioned but i would still have a little booklet that would come in each morning and it might say you know hamish hasn't eaten any breakfast this morning and i go hamish would you like a sandwich before we start you know great hamish has a sandwich with me and then you know we can have a better day at the end of the day i go hamish ate all his lunch before you know morning tea um can we maybe get some more lunch for him tomorrow yeah great send that little booklet home so liaising and and having that positive, you know, um, two-way conversations so that it's not just, hey, he's had a really bad day today. No, you know, that positive two-way conversation is a really good thing. And I think that's one thing that we can really um, work on with our schools. Some of them, you know, are really great with this, but some of them feel like you're asking 
them to do something extra. But when they realise that you're not, you, you're it's a two-way stream, then I think that can work really well for us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this makes me think of um, a little kiddo that I've spent a lot of time with over the years who um, started school and I think they used Dojo. I think that yep. was what it was called. Yeah. And um, I had a look through and his teacher had been so diligent with uploading all these beautiful photos and little clips of the kids and stuff during their day. And, you know, this kid would come home and I'd say, you know, what have you been doing? How are you? Nothing. We didn't do anything. They, he had had this beautiful day full of art and music and beautiful learning. I would never have known about it if I hadn't checked this log yeah. because he just says, mm, we didn't do anything when yeah. you know, the communication's there. Um, so I thought that was kind of an added bonus really, isn't it? And that, that giving you that insight into what their day's been is really great too, because you can say, Hey, did you have art with me so-and-so today? And they'll go, Oh, yeah, I did. And you go, oh, great. How did that go? Or whatever. Or, oh, was Miss So-and-so away today? Who did you have? You know, because that's that's there. So, yeah, look, the class dojos and Seesaw and, and all the different ones that they've got um, these days are great. Um, and But if if that's not happening, ask, is there some way to set something up like that? You know, ask and you may be told no, but you could also be told yes. So ask. It, it's not going to kill anybody. And, and that also helps to make all this a positive experience for our kids because it's not just about the negatives. It's not just about, I heard you were naughty today. No, it was, okay, you had a great day in art or you finished all your maths, you know, before everybody else or you got extra, you know, extra time on the computer because you've done so-and-so. That's great. Um, so access those positives and, 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 you know, really hone in on those sorts of things too and have that great relationship with the teacher in the first place because, you know, like you say, we are handing over our, our control of our child to this person for or these people for quite a lot of time. Uh, we don't want to be clashing with them. We want to be working with them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you think there's any other main things that parents should be thinking about in terms of creating that positive school experience at this stage? Um. If you can be involved in your school in some way, that's fine. If you can't because of work, that's fine too. You know, that's not a problem. But, I mean, if you can have some sort of involvement with your child's school so that you they can see that it's not just a, you're being sent off to school, you know, and this is your area and this is have some sort of input with the school. So if they've got something happening at school, you know, and if you can come along, if you can, I don't know, bake cookies to go in the tuck shop because sometimes they allow you to do things like that. That's great too because it shows your child that you care about their school and you're involved in their school as well. So any positive experience that you can have with the school, going on to the fate day, you know, whatever crazy things come up, you know. And I know, look, working parents, it's hard. I was always a working parent with my kids. But just those couple of little inputs that you can put in there is really going to make a great experience for your kids as well. I think um, something that I've certainly noticed in the kind of behavioural support world is that if kiddos are aware of the fact that behaviours and regulation and, and feelings of safety flow from one environment to the other, they're far more likely to um, feel well supported moving from one to the other. If they know that, you know, when mum says, uh, you know, Mrs. Ryan at school today is going to, you know, is giving out lots of bonus points for X um, and he, you know, kiddo goes to school and Mrs. Ryan is in fact doing that. There's this wonderful integration yeah. of the parts of their life that makes things make much more sense in terms yeah. of their motivation, their behavioural regulation and those sorts of things. 
common, common language too is great too. Oh, love common use, language. Common language. So if we say, you know, and I know I've had children, you know, so-and-so is saying that there's they're a child coming home and saying that they're naughty and they're naughty and it's like, well, what does naughty mean? But then, you know, the common language of it might be mum, said, mum and dad says you're being cheeky or mum and dad says you're being noisy or you might be. So, okay, so let's find what the words are that the child's trying to explain and then get some common language and say, okay, well, your teacher wasn't saying you were being naughty. Your teacher was meaning that you were too loud and we talk about that at home too, that you're being too loud or your teacher was saying, you know, that you were not listening to directions. Okay, well, let's talk about how that goes and then then the positives too you know good boy or good girl Ugh, doesn't mean anything does it but I love the way that you're listening I like the way that you're doing so and so that mm. common language type of approach too is really great and I, I always talk to, to teachers and, and parents and things saying um, you know don't just say good boy or good girl say you know good I love the way you were doing this or I love the way you're doing that because then that hones a child into what they're doing and it also gives them, oh, well, I can do that all the time. Is that something that's, because if you say to a child, what does being good or what does being bad mean? They probably don't have a great vocabulary on that. But if you can tell them some of the strategies and the, and the specifics around it, then they can work on those things, can't they? They can say, yep, oh, I was being a good boy because I was sitting quietly, you know, on mat time, or I was being a, a good girl because I was listening or I was doing whatever. Have those commonalities of conversations as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that can be helpful to know ahead of time um, and that schools, um, you know, can use consistently between years but don't necessarily do is what sort of motivational system are they using? Mm. You know, are they using, um, I don't know, dollar dollar bucks or whatever it is yep. that school used to kind of incentivize the behaviours they're looking for or whatnot, then, you know, if that's something that's meaningful for your child, you can engage in that system, help them to know what to prepare for, give them strategies. Yes. Um, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I guess, um, are, are there any kind of main takeaways you think that um, would be helpful for parents and carers to pop into action this week, Kim? Work with the schools. I think that's yeah. a big one, work with the schools. Contact them, ask. You know, you might be told now about something, but I think more times than not, it's just that no one's thought to ask. So ask, you know, ask, can you help us do the photo book or the, or the social stories? Ask, can you help, let us know what strategies you're using for the behaviour strategies in the classroom or whatever. Like you say, is it dollar bucks or is it, you know, ticks or is it whatever it is? Um, and and ask and so that you can have that two-way stream going because I think that's the really big thing is to make school not just somewhere else your child goes but make it part of your whole, you know, part of what your child's all about you know they've got your child for six or so hours a day um, it's a big chunk of your child's life but you've also got them for the rest of the time so let's work together let's work as a team I think that's the big thing and make it a positive experience you know yeah you can have a, a, a whinge about a teacher behind your you know when the child's in bed don't do it in front of your child no. um, do, do, mm -hmm. do it you know this just you know you might I know some parents use code names you know Miss S and the kid goes, oh, you mean my teacher? And you go, yeah, okay, no, I didn't really mean that. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, I mean no, Mrs. No. Mrs. Simpson at the bank. <laughs> at the bank, yeah, the lady at the bakery. Um, yes, whatever. Um, so, yeah, don't, it, it, there are things that are going to, you know, irk you or whatever, but don't have those conversations in front of the child. Try and be positive about what's happening. Be, you know, if, if you've got a problem with the teacher, then, deal with that away from your child so that the experiences seem to be a combined experience and your child's getting the positive reinforcement from both 
both lots of the you know their carers because technically that the teachers are their carers part of the day so let's work together Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm excited to hear um, how everybody's back to school process goes. If you pop any of these strategies into place, um, if you'd like some more strategies, if you're having a specific challenge with going back to school or you just want to get in touch with our wonderful Kim, um, (laughs) please do go ahead. We'll drag her back on here um, and get her to give her some more of our wisdom. Thank you for coming and chatting, Kim. I appreciate your time as always. Thank you. And uh, we will be back next week um, with another topic that's relevant to what autism parents think about. Um, So until then, think 360.